Hey loves, I'm so excited about today's episode of the Finding to Be podcast, the space that gives you permission to live from your wholeness, choose your true you while creating the life you really want. So you know that I am an intuitive coach and some of my clients, when I work with them, we come from this place of knowing what inspired action is and the understanding of how it feels to live from your wholeness. Well, the question comes up sometimes is purpose. And today's audacious guest, I'm so happy that he is here, who schooled me and coined the term here on the Finally Be podcast of effortless joy is none other than Corey Brazier. You don't wanna miss this conversation of inspiration, connection, and allowing that energy of creativity that gives you the momentum to live life in action. Check this out. Corey Brazier has devoted himself to volunteering and community service, keeping his awareness on the pulse of his community. Corey is the co-director of Gentlemen and Scholars, Inc., a nonprofit co-ed mentorship organization based out of South Bend, Indiana. Corey is the co-owner of Brazier Fit Boxing, a fitness company that has formed by modeling the techniques and fitness regimen of his father, former number one ranked boxer, Harold Brazier. Corey opened himself to the awareness of understanding the importance of self-education, from looking at how the body and mind functions at its best, to elevating his spiritual life by applying the principles he's learned and embodied. And fostering his own passions led him to devoting his time motivating children and adults through mentoring, coaching, speaking, performing, and teaching about health and holistic well-being. Corey's passions are along the lines of strong family bonds, holistic health and wellness, financial empowerment, and the finding of one's effortless purpose. Hey, Corey, I appreciate you being here today. Your bio is amazing. You're like, everything that you're doing right now is just mind-blowing to me. Um, I just want you to know the reason that you're on today on this podcast is because I'm every not just what you do but the human being that you are and all the ways that you touch different people and you've been my brother (laughs) you know and for me it's it's amazing just to see somebody I know doing these types of things and connecting to everybody you know and I think that you're an amazing person so that was one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on this show um so uh I appreciate you being here hey I I appreciate the invite sis you know um (laughs) you know I've done a I've done a, a few things here lately but it's always good to sit back and reflect you know, especially with somebody you know, somebody you love, you know, and so I appreciate the invite. We just talk. Yeah. Appreciate the invite and just talking about some things that, you know, see if we can help anybody along the way. So I appreciate it. Right on. Well, you know, everybody might know a little bit about you and everything. I know a little bit about you, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I want to know, um, just tell me from your point of view, you know, how you grew up, you know, what? What got you to where you are? You know, 
as the person that you are? You know, what was your origin story? Well, I'm going to make it short and sweet. Uh, you know, for, for, for most people in the area, uh, even in, throughout our community and for the ones who have uh, looked into our community or even our last name, Brazier, our, Bra our, our last name, Brazier, is synonymous with boxing. So, um, you know, I was raised by a, a, a boxer, a professional boxer, Harold Brazier, and uh, just that, that privilege to have that type of childhood um, is unmatched. You know, um, unlike most people, we were raised in a two-parent home, a loving family, uh, very spiritual, um, very down to earth. We did all types of things. We were very taken care of. So off that, um, the morals and uh, the love and different things that uh, most people lack in a family environment, we had uh, an overwhelming amount of. You know, so just just by having that amount of love in my family, that set me on the right path, you know, and just like anybody else, you know, growing up, um, I had to try to find my way. So, you know, I dabbled into this, dabbled into that. I thought I wanted to be a boxer and I did. But, you know, um, you know how things are, you know, uh, my parents. My father, he thought otherwise. So he, <laughs> he thought he thought I should choose another path because he didn't right. want me to get hurt. Um, so I chose music. Music was a uh, was a passion of mine because it gave me uh, an opportunity to express myself on various levels. I know one thing that I was really into growing up was the ability to uh, be artistic, you know, in some way or some fashion. So. I always was, you know, was into drawing or into, you know, a spoken word or poetry, anything of that nature. I wanted to be able to just show my artistic side. Um, so I got into music uh, with a couple friends of mine while I was in high school and I stuck with music for a long time. It, it gave me a, a, a wide range of experiences. You know, we did some traveling and all different types of things. So music made me comfortable with expressing myself in front of large numbers of people, you know, and, and as I, as I, as I got through life, I found myself not necessarily, um, being pulled by music, by just being pulled by other passions, you know, uh, the music path led me to a path of business and the business path led me to a path of health and nutrition. Health and nutrition led me to a path of motivating people, motivating others and, and helping them to see the, the best versions of themselves. And, and it, that led me to a path of mentoring. So here I am uh, in South Bend, Indiana, known as a, uh, one of the faces of mentor, mentorship, one of the faces of health and nutrition, one of the, actually one of the faces of boxing. Because uh, uh, as, 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 as a, as of now, excuse me, as of now, me and my dad have an opportunity to teach uh, fitness classes together. So, so from start to finish, from a childhood being raised by a two-parent home, loving, um, in a great environment, to all the way to now understanding how to love myself, finally, through all the ups and downs in life, I'm finally here to try to, you know, maybe encourage somebody, you know, along their their journey of getting to know themselves. So long story short, 
that's a quick origin of how I got to here where I am now. I like how you said um, being comfortable with expressing yourself. Um, on this journey, it's really difficult for a lot of us to recognize that we're an expression. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot inside of us that, that needs to come out, that needs to be um, shown, you know, our light to be bright. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of times we shut ourselves down. We silence ourselves because of all the different types of situations, events, our perception of, of different things, how we feel about ourselves. So for you, what was that moment that helped you to see that not just to be comfortable, but to actually invite other people into who you are? What, what, what was that for you? Uh, that moment, what had had to be when um, I was in church. Okay, believe it or not, um, I I had a reputation of being a gospel rapper. Okay, gospel rapper, but at the same time, I had a reputation of being in the church and um, being quiet. But when I had an opportunity to get up on stage and I saw that everyone was looking to me to encourage them, even through music, the sound of music, the words that came from my heart, they were looking and waiting for me to say something to brighten their day. And what I had to say was rehearsed. But at the same time, it was it was from the heart something that um, I put on a piece of paper and now I had a chance to put it into the atmosphere. So as I sat on stage and I looked at everybody, I looked around, I realized that at one point I was nervous, but then the nervousness left. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now I'm on stage with a, with an audience of eyes looking at me, waiting for me to say something. And then I actually became comfortable with delivering a message. So it wasn't about a rap song. It was about the message before the rap song. Okay. It was about the message that, that the song, that the, that the song told the story. It was about the message about the story that was getting ready to be told. Um, I was more comfortable with the delivering of of the whole of the content that the people needed in order to reach another level in their life. So just sitting there, I remember those moments. Those moments was probably about, probably about roughly about 10 years ago. Um, there were several moments like that to where I'm like, man, this maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to motivate, um, whether it be by music or by um, just a nice little, you know, dialect between me and the crowd in order for them to even talk back to me. You know, we could talk about anything. So now I find myself, whether it be one-on-one or one on one to a hundred, you know, I could talk about anything that is important to, to myself or to them. I could probably get them to open up to me even while I'm on stage, you know, so just by my life experiences. So I would say that moment was probably, uh, 
you know, in a choir at church where everybody was looking at me to say, hey, you know what you got, you know? So um, I said, here I go. It's probably that moment. Yep. Here I go. I like that. I'm going to start using that. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so you had this message, right? You had this message that basically developed in the midst of everybody. Yeah. But it sounds like it was already there. It was already already something that was inside of you. It was already something that you knew needed to get out because it was already written down. Yeah. So where do you think this message came from? I mean, what was it that you've been through your experience that made you write those words in the first place? Where did it come from? I think the message came from my inability to um, have a solid identity to, to in the moment, you know, because you're looking around and all of these messages and are, are being delivered to you. Yeah. Okay. This, you know, there's a lot of propaganda and to say, Hey, you know what? You should be this. You should be that. And you're looking around and you say, well, you know, I want to be this. I want to be that. I think the me message came from me finally, um, having the ability, I should say not inability, but having the ability to recognize who I am and who I want to be, you know, um, understanding who I am, you know, they said there's, there's a lot of cliches that you hear, but it's from the, the, the ancient times where they basically say, you know, know thyself. Once you understand who you are, um, you'll feel comfortable with sharing that. You usually don't feel comfortable with sharing anything when you don't know anything about yourself. So once you find out a little bit about yourself and yourself is ever changing, so you don't have to know yourself and, and just be there. You know a little bit about yourself to know that, hey, this is a good starting place. This is where I want to be. This is who I am now in the moment. And the word that's being used here recently is unapologetically. So. You know, you know who you are, proud of who you are in that moment. Maybe you may be perfected or on your way to perfection. That's neither here or there, but you have an opportunity to uh, push that message out with confidence. So knowing yourself and knowing that you're confident in the moment of who you are in that, in that identity. So most people have identity crisis all the time because they're finding out who they are, who they are. They say identity crisis, but it's, it, it, it's every day who you want to be every day. You know what I'm saying? So, so it becomes part of our life, but I find that it's easier to express yourself to the fullest when between the identity crisis, you find out who you are in that moment. Now you're confident and you can share that. So my message can be a health message. My message can be a message of self-love. My message can be a message of encouragement. My message can be a message of reflection. My message can be a message of forgiveness. My message can be a message of just truly, I don't know. I don't know it all, you know, and it's okay to not be okay. 
You know, uh, these are certain messages that I have to express. It just depends on who I am in that moment. And if I'm confident enough to express who I am in that moment. So I think um, just in the moment, being confident of who you are and your identity. I love that because with my program that I'm doing, it's called Finally Be. Um, what is based on is the ever-changing human that we are. We're extraordinary within ourselves just by being us. And a lot of times, um, a lot of people are not comfortable with who they are because all the changes. They think they have to be a certain way because of society, because of expectations, because of mindsets that's been set up and we agree to them but it's been set up because we think it has to be a certain way and so uh, you call it identity crisis I call it a disruption we start questioning those things that we know is not us you know and it's it's really about revealing who we really are and every little piece of our life kind of helps open up that door for us to see who we are in that moment. You know, I love that, who we are in that moment. And, moment. and in that moment is the only thing that we have. We have just right now. And, and once you understand that who you are right now and you appreciate that, you, you can be open to anything because yeah. we have infinite possibilities in ourselves at Every single moment, we can do anything we want to. We can be anything because we just are. You know, the I am this God is the I am this us, you know? Yes, that's so, right. so when you think about how people tend to avoid their life by, you know, being overly busy, by trying to basically live somebody else's life, it's really about them being aware that they can disrupt their life and still be okay with it. You know, they, you don't have to be in that place of not understanding. It's, it's about the more aware you are, the more clarity you get, you know, and that's where that, hey, I can express myself regardless of what it is, you know, because I, I'm clear, you know, I can see a little bit further. I can see a little bit more about who I am. And I love that. I love how you shared that. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, true enough. Mm -hmm. So how do you get to that place um, of you got these messages, you know, got to that place of being comfortable with expressing yourself. How did you get to that place of being honest, that to that honesty place of knowing that you weren't who you know you are? Because, you know, in us, we know that we know that we know, but we also know that I'm not that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what did you do to understand the who that you are? You know, how did you start becoming honest about that? What did you do or what did you experience? Well, you know, uh, I would say, what am I doing? What are you okay. doing? I what am I still what uh, what am I still doing, you know, um, to be able to express yourself uh, to the fullest, you know, the first person you have to be honest with is yourself. Right on. You know, so uh, like in sales, they always say, 
the most important sale you ever make is to yourself. So um, once you're able to do that, you can represent any product, any message, uh, any opportunity, any story, you know. Um, so these this it's going to take uh, if I was giving somebody some advice and they wanted to know how to feel comfortable in their own skin or in their own message. I would say the journey that I took was a journey of ups and downs, you know, um, uh, of doubting yourself. You know, you got to go through it. You know, uh, some people may be necessary, not necessarily so, but I went through doubting myself, trying to figure out what purpose I was here to fulfill. Um, in the language that we talk in, we, we use the term superpowers. Okay. Trying to figure out what your superpower is, what your gift is to where you can just be you and people will compensate you for being you. Okay. All day long, you know, you get paid to be yourself. And instead of chasing a compensation, you're chasing the perfection of your purpose. Um, you're going to have to go through uh, a time to where it's a trial and error. You're going to have to experience. You're going to have to try. You're going to have to talk. You're going to have to not talk. You're going to have to listen. You know, um, you probably learn more about yourself by not expressing yourself all at once. You probably learn more about yourself about how much you can listen and realize that you don't, you probably don't know it all. You know, uh, you probably learn more about yourself as you listen to other people talk about themselves. You know, um, you probably learn more about yourself um, from the people who might not necessarily think that highly of you. You know, what they got to say about you when you're not around. You know, you, you might learn something about yourself, about people, what they say that speak highly of you. Um, the reason I say that is because you're not really putting on a performance, but Sometimes people tend or most times people tend to act out subconsciously what's in them. You know, they say things they don't know that they, they even say because that's really who they are. And then they actually try to put on a performance when everybody else around. But if they just in their natural, they're just in their natural. And then they'd be like, man, it, you know, I said this, I said that. You know, people can say, well, he, he has a tendency of doing this. I have a tendency of laughing at this. I have a tendency of standing this way or on the wall, or, you know, uh, ostracizing yourself or being the life of the party. These are things you, you, you learn about yourself. Sometimes when other people talk about you, they're like, man, I didn't, I didn't really even know I was like that, you know? And sometimes you learn about yourself sitting quietly with yourself. And not saying anything. You know, most people can't stand to sit with themselves. 
like through like with, with meditation because they don't know what they will find out. Sometimes you learn about yourself, uh, you know, in moments of, of, of being hurt, you know, the things that hurt you most are the things that are probably you find value in or the things you cared about the, the most, you know, um, it's just experiences, you know, speeding up, slowing down. You know, sometimes you learn about yourself when somebody tell you about yourself. You know, you might be in a, a disagreement with somebody and they'd be like, you know what? Boom. And then you sit back like, man, you got to reflect like. Man, that is probably me. Not saying that's good or bad, but these are ways to learn about yourself. And then when you learn about yourself, um, I think most people want to make a positive impact. Um, so you take the things that you know about yourself and, um, be better. I love that you, life can introduce you and help you be more aware of the who that you are, you know, and the fact that it, it creates a, um, a portfolio of evidence, you know what I'm saying? So you can filter it through whatever lens you're looking at, but when you change the way that you look at things, instead of looking at it from a per perception type of point of view, you start looking at it as a perspective, the overview, the, the wider picture. So you're taking in all this information. That's what you're saying right now. Mm -hmm. Taking all this information and you see, hey, this has to be something that is coming out of me or it wouldn't be reflected back to me. Yeah. And so when that starts to happen, you can really understand and get to the root of why something is hurting you. You know what I'm saying? Or why something is um, influenced you in the way you are, why you're operating and behaving and speaking and thinking the way that you're doing. When you begin to, like you said, sit back and really take it all in and see it from a bigger picture instead of just this situation. I was doing this, this situation, I was doing that, this role, I do this, this role, I do that. Yeah. You take it all together and really and look at it. You can release a lot of that stuff and really come into, okay, maybe I was doing that because of an expectation or I got that belief because, hey, my family believes that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, now I can see, I can dissect that and, and let those things go so I can start operating that out of the person that I know I really am, you know? And that's, I think, a lot of times where that identity crisis come in again is that it's a conflict because I'm doing this, but I know this is not me. You know, I'm agreeing to this, but I know this is not me. So when you get to that place of being honest with yourself and start saying, okay, I'm not going to do those things that are not me. <laughs> you know? And that's, that's usually how it is. And, you know, most people, you know, the way I see it is, you know, when we come out the womb, we've been... We're being programmed. Mm -hmm. um, so we're taking on a persona. We're just accumulating. You know, just like when we eat, we are what we eat. You know, so 
Um, that goes with everything mm -hmm. you consume. So everyone is consuming their personality all the time. You know, you just take a little bit of this and take a little bit of that. And you might watch a movie and you'd be like, man, I want to be more like her or more like him. Or, you know, you might, you might see a, a cartoon and, you know, you, but hey, you know, you, you pull it from everything, something from the commercial that I then they're just, then then sometimes they're telling you, say, man, you should be here. You should be there. So, you know, then you get around with your friends and they say, oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't act like this. And then you talk to your parents, your parents say, Hey, why are you crying here? You shouldn't do this. You should do that. Or you, you're a man here. A woman doesn't do this. Or well, a man does this. So now they're forming your personality. Right. So before long, you're like, man, you know, but who am I really? You know, um, life can move pretty fast. Sometimes you got to slow down or you might miss it. That's what Ferris Bueller always says. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know. So that sounds like it goes into the whole, the idea of the body that I bring. I remember you bringing up one time that, you know, we're a reflection. Our bodies kind of a, is a reflection of who we are spiritually. And it's like, that means that when you put a whole bunch of stuff inside of you with your body, you got to start eliminating it so that you can get, <laughs> so you can function better. And a lot of times that with all those things that you were saying that people were of taking in and we're taking in from birth. You know, we're taking in these different mindsets and different ways of being. And it 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 basically piles up. And so we have to learn to eliminate those things, right? To be able to to start, you know, shedding them and revealing who we really are underneath those masks that we put on. Unfortunately, it's it's work to it. Yeah. You know, it don't have to be hard work, but it is work. Because, you know, whether, I mean, it's to this day, I still listen. I mean, if a certain type of music come on, the song, like a Tupac song or something like that, auto automatically resonates in my mind because it was in my subconscious. Mm -hmm. That message, that persona, you know, um, it affects a lot of people. So whether it be music, whether it be TV, whether it be your parents, whether it be church, whether it be your friends at school. Uh, whether it be a sports coach, the ideas that they place in your head um, tend to sink into your subconscious pretty quick. So by the time you come of age and you're ready and, you, and you, you're at a state like, man, you know, what is this all about? Who am I? Who I want to be? I know that's not me. My title is not me. You know, I'm, I do this, I do that. So by the time you're ready to actually Put in the work. That it's a little work that has to be done to tie, to to try to quiet a lot of the imprinting, a lot of the um, the planting that that's been put into your subconscious. So you have to plant other things. You have to quiet. Sometimes you have to spend quiet time, enough quiet time to to lower the volume of those things that want to speak from the depths of your soul to say, Hey, no, you, you really are this. You're like, hold on. Nah, that's just a message I got a long time ago. That ain't even me. That those are not even my words, you know? So there is work that have to be hard work, but I think it, the work must begin, you know, and it has to be consistent to try to figure out who you truly are and what impact you truly want to make. Um, that speaks to your 
personality. Um, so it's my opinion anyway. So, so what labels or roles do you struggle with the most? Label. I would say, um, a label of, and just me, a label of lack, you know, uh, a label of, you know, the journey must be hard. You know, uh, the people that has to go through a hard journey in order to get what's what they deserve, you know, uh, those things I like to try to shake, you know, shake out of my subconscious, any, any lacking imprinting, you know, um, the imprinting of being a victim, um, you know, I know that I, that I'm have the power to be accountable and the power to create, uh, my life and things that have been put down in me to be like, man, you know what, you know, you're just a victim of the circumstance, you're a victim of your environment or your culture, um, or your time period, you know, um, these labels every day. I put in a little work to shed within myself, you know, the label, ah, you have to do your own imprinting. You have to, um, use, um, different techniques. There's different techniques to help you shape the mind, how you want the mind to be shaped. So there's techniques like visualization. Um, meditation is a great technique. Meditation quiets everything so you can so whatever you visualize it can be it'll help you focus more on that um affirmations speaking to yourself you know hearing things about yourself that you want to be true and not necessarily other things that you think about yourself that are true um you have to recognize the lies too yes you gotta recognize you know you gotta recognize lies you know, you got <laughs> <laughs> to know the difference because sometimes we sit there and we speak these things so fully. And so, you know, we're, we're always saying these things to ourselves. We go from somebody else saying it to us saying it because nobody's around us all day long. But, us, yeah, you know, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so they these things that we think are truths, we we have to like you were saying earlier, you got to look at that. and recognize that a lot of the stuff that we think is true is actually a lie and we just keep telling ourselves and it feels true because we've been telling ourselves that for so long and so yeah they say uh you know what, what how, how was it said it said for the ones who who say who who seek the truth who the ones who seek the truth and say they found the truth okay you know that they haven't found the truth. Right. Okay. So we're always seeking um, what's true, mm -hmm. you know, in the moment because things can change, change. you know, things can change. So it's like, uh, you know, you, you got to have certain tools you can rely on in order to 
unlearn and reprogram yourself, you know, because a lie can be true, you know, if you tell it to yourself enough. Mm -hmm. So the things that you want to be true, you have to figure out ways, uh, study the ways in order to reprogram your life. And that, that has everything to do with, you know, um, health, um, love, uh, what people call or deem success. You know, all of them has truth to them, you know, but how true are they in your life? You know, um, everybody has the same 24 hours, mm -hmm. you know, everyone has the same access to the information that's out here about health, um, life, money, love, uh, finances, all these different types of concepts. The same information is out there, but for, but for some people it's true and for other people, not so much, you know? So, um, I think a label that I'm trying to shed every day is the fact that I don't have the power to change my reality. And I know I have the power to change my reality. I just got to do the simple work. Uh, but it has to be done consistently, you know? Um, so that's what I believe to be. So, so I, on that note, what life are you creating for yourself? What life are you creating for yourself and those that are around you? The life that I'm creating for myself is a life of ease. All right. Okay. A life of effortless purpose. Life of freedom. Okay. A life of health. A life of love. A life of non-judgment. Mm -hmm. You know, a life of abundance. Uh, I think that it's important that I create this so I could teach my kids how they can create the same type of life. So it's right now, it's about legacy. But if I don't figure it out, I can't expect them to. So what does your unique expression mean to you? My unique expression, what does it mean to me? Like, what is my unique expression? What yeah. do you mean by that? It means, um, what do you, how, do, how would you define that when you talk about being unique and expressing yourself and being who you really are? Um, because we are, we're all different and we're all unique in how we present to the world, but we're also unique beings that have so many possibilities within us, you know? So how would you, what would that mean to you when, when you think about being a unique expression? A lot of people say it, a unique expression of God. I think, uh, I think it has a lot to do with what comes. And I say a unique expression because when I think expression, I'm thinking actions. I'm thinking, you know, a projection, a personification of what you want to say being manifested, you know, to be reality. That's what I'm thinking, a unique expression. And it's unique to me. Yeah. 
I think that uh, along the terms of the term we always use, superpower, gift, your effortless purpose, something that comes easy to you that you can share to the world that's unique to you, that you're not ashamed of at all. And it's actually fun. Like you would do it whether someone paid you or not. You would do it to uplift that same gift in others. So there's a unique expression for my part is conversations. You know, uh, recently, you know, over the last few years or so, you know, whether I'm compensated or not, or whether life shows me compensation. My passion is to bring out the best in someone else, you know? So I do that with my voice. I do that not just with my voice, but with my ears and with my eyes, listening, looking, reflecting, and then planting. Um, that's my unique expression to encourage, to build up, you know? So whether I, I call myself, a, I don't call myself a motivational speaker or anything of that nature, but um, I think that's one of my superpowers to be able to motivate and to encourage uh, a self-love journey and the likes of uh, whoever will be open to it. So that's my unique expression, but uh, I could see others using a voice to sing or using a unique expression to paint uh, or to draw or to play a musical instrument. These are all unique expressions, but with me using my voice to, to, to take whatever's in my heart and to deliver it to another heart. I think that's what I'm best at in these moments. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, Cora, I really, really appreciate you being on this podcast today. It was great. Likewise. Thank you, Thank you Sid. I, I, I just love how you just brought everything together, you know, knowing that all these things are inside of us and we're here to just get them pulled out of us and to easily be ourselves, you know, mm. do it simply, you know, live simply, live easily, live audaciously, do us, be us, be remarkable. And I love that. I love that. I appreciate you being here. Um, what would you like to let the listeners know about any resources or information that you have that's going on with you? We want to know. We want to be a part of it. Let's hear it. Well, you know, um, I'm currently, um, uh, the director of presentation for a non-for-profit is called Gentlemen and Scholars Incorporated. Okay. We're a mentorship group. Um, our mission is to empower the youth with the skills necessary to become better versions of themselves. You know, and we do it in various ways. You know, we we're known for putting on citywide spelling bees and different academic events of that nature. And we do. Uh, uh, a school of etiquette and life skills classes, you know, just try to help them to um, understand the confidence that they need to uh, become the best versions of themselves. 
Um, so be on the lookout for um, our programming and our our coaching programs and uh, be on the lookout for our school of etiquette and life skills uh, classes that are around your area. Uh, uh, also, I would encourage everybody, you know, because in my other uh, occupation, I'm, I'm a health and nutrition coach, okay, a boxing coach, you know, and, you know, whether you come to my class or not, whether you see my classes online or, or not, I would encourage you to, um, um, like I said, to love yourself enough to know that you're valuable um, to live uh, a great, healthy life. But once you figure out that you love yourself and you know that you're valuable, now it should be easy to make better decisions because you are what you eat and you got to love what you are. Just make better decisions on, and the information is out there. The information is out there on better decisions. So when I say you are what you eat, that's what you consume with the mouth. You are what you eat. That's what you consume through your eyes. The messages that you're watching, you are what you eat. That's what you consume with your ears. The things that you're listening to that help you become a better version of yourself. I mean, you're here. You might as well live good. You might as well live easy. You might as well live healthy. And you might as well live Four. That's beautiful. Yeah. I appreciate that, Corey. Is there any um, links or uh, how how they find you on Facebook or how they find you on the internet? Is there some, you well, know? Well, you know, Facebook is usually how we move. You can find me at Corey Brazier. You know, just look up Corey Brazier Facebook. Um, you know, and you scholars and and gentlemen and scholars five hundred one c three incorporated. So. Um, very fairly easy to find, you know what I'm saying? You know, and if you Google us, there's all types of articles and and um news news interviews that you'll you'll learn a little bit more about our program and our movement. So thank you, Marcy Grace. Thank you. Oh no, Marcy Grayson. <laughs> yes, yes. Marcy Grayson. All right, all right. You know, all, all all my sisters is braziers, all my brothers is braziers. <laughs> My little sister, Marcy Grace, and I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love what you're doing, and Thank I encourage you. you to keep on doing your thing, okay? Thank you so much. I love your message of self-love and being able to know who you are and living that truth and living that place of fun and easiness. I love easiness, man. You know what I mean? Yes. My favorite word is effortlessness effortlessness oh, i love that i love that my thank favorite you word. so much this has been an effortless list <laughs> gotta say it though you know what i'm saying yeah yeah effortless yeah that's what i'm talking uh, about I, thank you Jeez. thank you so much for being here i appreciate you i love you you love know you we'll have to have you come out again if that's well, possible, definitely. we'll do that. All right. I'll bring my partners with me next time. All right. That'll be cool, cool. All right. Thank you so much. If you're listening, you know how to get with him. Corey Brazier, Gentlemen and Scholars. Uh, we're going to look you up. Gonna, we're going to support. So, all right. 
everybody. Thank you so much. You have a blessed day. All right. Be cool. Hey, I really enjoyed today's episode. And if you did too and know somebody that would benefit from listening to this podcast, please share. I love connecting with new people. And remember to choose your true you. Start living from your wholeness because you're the key to the life you really want. This is the Finally Be Podcast. Blessings of light, love, and effortless joy. See you next time.